hello, this is Mina Fisher from the Grim Podcast of Perilous Adventure Podcast. The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. For more podcasts like this, visit professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code professionalcasual at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Here at the Professional Casual Network, there are three things we love. Gaming, providing quality content, and our beloved patrons. Starting this holiday season, we're excited to be providing our patrons with bonus content, including NPCs and monsters you can include in your very own games. Patrons at the $5 tier and up can look forward to fresh, original NPCs and monsters made by one of our own PCN cast members. This bonus content will be usable with the Pathfinder or WFRP systems. Check out patreon.com slash professional casual for more information. Welcome back. This is episode 68 of the Lost Woman's podcast. Don't hate. It's episode 68. Hate a little. Just a little. But like, you know, love more. Just to put some spice back into the relationship, you know? Oh, yeah. I hate that Zareska stuff. Yeah. That anger podcasting. That hate podcasting. Oh, lead it showdowning. Well, yes. well, we don't want it to turn into a domestic. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you should put emotions into Elite Eight Showdown. Like uh, different, eight different emotions. That's not the problem. The problem is taking the emotions out of Elite Eight Showdown. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean yeah. eight different emotions. Oh, that's we fair. We do brackets of emotions. Mm-hmm. Of emojis. Ooh. Okay. Like the shit emoji. Oh, Chuck, shit. make it happen. Have you done, uh, for Elite Eight Showdown, best character on Sense8? No, we haven't, oddly enough. You're okay. welcome. Okay. There you go. It pretty much writes itself. You just yep. said that's an app. You just said fur elite eight showdown. And I thought you said like fur, like anime. Yeah. And I was like, Rawr. it's the, it's the, the cast episode. of Sense8 and all of their fursonas. Okay. <clears throat> that works. I think Leto is a big old teddy bear. Understand the restraint <laughs> that I'm under right now. <laughs> I know. Yep. Same. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> I was going to say, this way you could take the spotlight off of Dan being a furry. <laughs> I was going to say, no, Dan's already guest starred. I don't know. <laughs> they showed up. It's just another kink. Like, I think it just, it gets a lot of like flack online because it's like the the weird one. But it's just another kink. And it's it just really, like leather. that It's leather that isn't scary. What's the problem? <laughs> Jesus. And it really isn't anymore. Like, to be perfectly yeah. honest, there are there are leagues past furry. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Mm. What an enlightened generation we are, said every person in America. Seriously. For real, we've all played Dark Stalkers. We know what Felicia looks like. Like, let's settle down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like having, you know, missionary heterosex. Dude, get the fuck out. Man, what even is that? <laughs> that is disgusting. Weird. Ew, who even does that? The only Looking reason you are still loud like... in this room is because you didn't say for procreation at the end of it. <laughs> 
I was thinking after marriage, though, so I don't know if that makes it better or worse. If you're thinking it, it's okay. (laughs) It depends which marriage it is. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you got like four or five going on at the same time, then I think you're back to okay. Yeah. (laughs) If you, dear listener, have any thoughts about which kink you should be put... (laughs) Wait. Which kink you should think... One more time. (laughs) Which kink... You think Which kink do you think? Yeah. Rewind. Okay. Which kink you think should be part of an eight bracket showdown for a day? <laughs> Call us at 603-803-3235. Call it. <laughs> I thought that as soon as I brought up kinks that we were gonna get tagged edit this out, but you know, you turned it no. into the intro, so no. I guess. I've I've oh, found sense. where the sensors are. That's this is great. Oh my gosh! By the way, you made that into a Dr. Seuss book. Which kink <laughs> which, you think? Which kink you think? Once I could finally say it, <laughs> not even drinking, and I can't talk. I'll drink to that. Which kink you think? You're here. Sure does stink. Nope. Just kidding. Well, some of them. Anyways, some of them, not all of them. But yeah, give us a call. Send us an email. Theprofessionalcasual@gmail.com. Send us a postcard mm. or some other rad stuff. Yeah. One of our wonderful patrons, friend of the show. Fan sent us a fan. Send us a fan. Another Ooh. person. I opened it on um, Gapapa, <laughs> episode 100. Bastion sent us a lovely letter with some magnets. Bastion. Uh, ben, you had your hand up. What's up? <clears throat> I, uh, let, I I don't know if we want to do this or whether or not we like want to uh, rush right to the, to the play, but uh, content... Uh, would be us introducing this episode with uh, if each of our characters was an animal, what animal would it be? Oh, nice. That was just the the thought I had. Okay. We can skip over that if you want to get right to the combat. I did have a different question that I was going to ask you guys. Then ask it, Danny. Forget what I said. I have to go through all the plugs first. I'm contractually obligated. You can put plugs wherever they fit. It's true. Speaking of kinks. Hey. I, mine is still in. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I, we got your group text. <laughs> <laughs> no pictures next time, though. Like, Lily looks at some of those. Yeah. She's got to learn someday. I mean, never mind. Yeah. The Get Rip <laughs> channel. I'm just saying. Like, it's so <laughs> hard to be, like, spontaneous. It's so hard to, like, ad-lib and be spontaneous when we're all so clearly right up against the line of unsayable. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Send us things. P.O. Box G, West Oneonta, New York, 13861. Send us something great. We'll open it on the show. Even late. If you want. Mm-hmm. Plug our P.O. Box. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Plug her right up. And Just if you want. Shove it right in there. Even more content from us. Because, you know, three, four podcasts a week isn't enough from us. And a live stream. Clackers. And a live stream. That's not enough. Uh, two streams. Yeah. Yep. yep. You can always become a patron over at patreon.com slash professional casual, and you get all kinds of bonus content, including Dan's homebrew of Settling the Southlands for WFRP. You also get bonus NPCs and monsters that we are creating for both Pathfinder and WFRP. And the Slithering will be out by now, too. Slithering will all be out by now, which our wonderful uh, Tim is running, and it's a super blast to play in. It's literally all of us just in different chairs. I'm not. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
we're we're recording uh, Lost Omens tonight and Slithering tomorrow, and I didn't remember which was which, and I was excited for either possibility of Yay! tonight's game because they're just so <laughs> both so much fun. Yeah, yeah awesome. they're real. Cool, cool, cool. <clears throat> so you can do that, and the different levels of the Patreon, you can get different stuff. So if you just want like access to video and those NPCs and monsters, five bucks, five bucks a month will do it. If you want to be a Kingding doppelganger and play games with us every six months, in addition to all the other red stuff that we have coming out, you can be a Kingding doppelganger. There's only two spots and one's taken. So Kingding, and you get episodes a week early. Yeah, if you want to be, who took the first spot? If you want to be hearing this last week, you could have. That that tracks. Fucking Bastion. Yeah, I pegged that man as a doppelganger. I would peg that man too. That's his kink. He's getting pegged. (laughs) (laughs) I can just imagine him listening and just being like. No, okay. okay. <laughs> a little much, guys. God, I love him so much. Yeah, for real. That's, He's incredible. Um, it's fucking incredible. I, the great thing is, if they've been a patron to that level, we kind of can't alienate him anymore. <laughs> like, he's passed the test. He's also yeah, for real. Yep. He's been there, done that. He's like, all right. He Got just wants t-shirt. it all. That's the price of admission. He doesn't want to miss out. Pegging. <laughs> And if you haven't left your five star review over on Spotify yet, what are you doing? Like, maybe they're leaving out an audible first. Okay. So then they can go over to Spotify and leave it there as well. Yeah. If we get 55 star review, nope, I'm manifesting it differently. Positive mindset. When we get 55 star review. Oh, yeah. On Spotify specifically, I'm doing a merch giveaway. This is me. This is not a network thing. This is a Danny thing. So once we get to 55 star reviews, I will pick one of those reviews and I will send you something from our merch store. So go over to our website, professionalcasual.com, check out the store, pick out what you want, what you really, really want. It doesn't even have to be for this show. If you want a Grim Podcast Apparelous Adventure shirt, you just want a PCN shirt, a mug. want a mug, fanny pack, Bro, fanny pack with best. Chuck's face stuffed with glizzies on it. Yo, it's our best selling fanny pack, to be perfectly yeah. honest. Oh, yeah. I want that. I'm still yeah. holding out for those Zoresque anal beads. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to have like little fins on the top of them. And they just spell, I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> I keep so on trying many. to get you to, to cut the conversation so that you can remove shit later. And it just, you guys keep on up to the stakes. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to double down too. At 100. Five star reviews on Spotify or Audible combined between the two. I will buy a 3D printer and print out <laughs> Zoresque anal beads that say, I appreciate you on each bead as it goes down the line. Hell yes. That's fucking. We'll awesome. live stream it on our TikTok too. Mm-hmm. So do yeah. I get those or we can we give those out? Well, yeah. You get them for a week and then we send them. Oh, so oh, yeah. I'm almost certain that that is illegal. <laughs> They're seasoned. They're seasoned. Oh. We're not selling them, Ben. It's fine. If Bella Daphne can sell her bath water, we can definitely sell Taylor's <gasps> butt beads. <laughs> can I sell Zeresk bath water? Yes. Farts in also, jars. Yes. Fart in a jar. Fart in a jar. All right, before we hop into this combat, <laughs> I want to know if your character were to haunt a specific location, where would you find yourselves bound? If it didn't have to be the place where you died. Mm. Where would you haunt and why? The characters, not the players, right? The characters, correct. Obviously be a ship. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I'm not convinced that I'd haunt it in like a, you know, 
negative capacity. I'd probably like haunt the galley and like give helpful tips for seasoning like sea potatoes, that kind of a thing. Okay. I can't imagine myself being a very antagonistic ghost. Yeah, <laughs> I could see that. You just want to help. And like, even in your death, you realize that the people who are still living are still so inept that they need you. I think Brennan would end up back, unless something else happens while we're on this adventure, back in that first forest when he came to Galarian, where mm. he was terrified and Curva covered him with a shirt and all that. Uh, and he would be there, probably not even realizing that he was dead for a long time as a ghost, and he would be haunting it in that he would just be like making little noises because he was scared, just like, ah! and that would like freak out other people that are in the woods. <laughs> I love, huh. <laughs> what's that? You'd be one of those classic don't know they're dead ghosts. Yeah, those exactly. are my favorites. <laughs> yes. Excuse me, sir, can you help me out of here? And they're like, ah! <laughs> and then he runs with him because he thinks there's something scary behind him. <laughs> it's chasing us! Hear the Benny Hill music. <laughs> That's great. I like that. That's very funny. Oh, well, first off, Mud's not going to die. He's yep. chosen. I don't know if yep. I mentioned that before. Uh, but if someone were to become powerful enough to wish for my death, which I think is one of the only ways I can die. Mm. It, uh, I would haunt literally the big top of the Wayward Wonders and introduce the show every week. All right. Still working. Yeah, 100%. I, I gotta it. make sure everyone's getting paid. Right. And you, gotta, you gotta hold it down. And that the show goes on. Yep. Zeresk is really torn on whether he wishes to haunt wherever Mud is, because that's where he's destined to oh. be. Just following behind him all the time, even though he's like, can you stop? Go away. <laughs> You're dead. I appreciate, I appreciate you still. Um, or wherever Curva is, just trying to like mimic him to be a good sailor. Yeah. As an asshole. <laughs> I'm knocked over that bucket. <laughs> Whatever. Curve. Come on, man. Could you shove over? I'm trying to clean the yeah. trying to clean the toilets yeah, here. Get out of the way here. Shove over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would just treat him like an annoying roommate. <laughs> just hit me with the broom every now and then. Get, get, get. Go on. You got a close touch broom just for you. <laughs> Doesn't try to well, kill me. Just go. Get on. Actually. Technically, my my broom is uh, a ghost touch weapon because I'm a monk, and everything that I have has has magic associated with it. I love that. Speaking of ghosts. Speaking of ghosts, you made your way into the lower Moonstone Hall. I may become session. one soon. Yes. <laughs> and you encountered this ghost of what appears to be... Christmas past. Um, Dad dancing. Former priest. <laughs> Down here in Moonstone <laughs> Hall. What? and what? And he is not super happy that you guys are down here. And he has accused you of being, you know, um, filthy, filthy thieves and rapscallions and everything in between. And then he put his hands on Zoresk. And before we switch to Zoresk's turn, he's going to, as he has his hands on your shoulders, he's going to say... Who are you and what do you want in my hall? And Zeresk, it's your turn. Um, I am currently stupefied one and stunned three, so I cannot act and I'm an idiot more than usual. So um, Zeresk is going to just stand there with tears streaming down his face. Aww. That's fair. That's it. Yep. 
right. staring in this thing's eyes like, this is my last moments. I never got to kiss my mom. Mud's really cute. And I'm sorry that I told him I didn't love him. But I, I missed that. What? That's good, because I didn't say any of it. Oh. <laughs> He's just sort of doing that murmur thing with his lips. Murmur, 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 murmur. Yeah. I'm just in the middle of mud. I don't love you. <laughs> <laughs> Brennan, your turn. Uh, I'll try to answer his question as he touches Zeresk and clearly causes him pain. I, is it clear to me that he caused him pain? You see Zeresk kind of like as he's grabbed, he slumps and starts to sag a little bit. And you can't tell if it's like the ghost is pushing down on him and forcing him to sag. But you do see that Zeresk's posture kind of like folds on itself a little bit. Hmm. Like a spent bagpipe. Exactly. <laughs> like literally, that's what I pictured in my head. Uh, I will try to answer the ghost question. Say, oh, we're here to, to remove the Zolgath infestation. He looks at you. You are not with them? No. They're trying to kill us. And we're trying to remove them from this place. Do you mean harm to my hall? No, we're cleaning it, literally. Especially him. And I point to Kerba. You avow that you are cleaning my hall, but with what instruments do you plan on cleaning this hall? How on earth do you oh. possibly plan on removing the Zolgath infestation? And they're disgusting depravity from these halls. We're, we're quite well armed, and Kerva has mops. Yo. <laughs> Does he also have a broom? Do I have a broom? I believe you will, so. You will find oh, wait, actually, hang some on just debris a second. and detritus that is much more uh, necessary of a broom than a mop. Oh, he's, he's quite the expert. Someone might call Buddy, him a you are speaking my second language right now. The thing about Zolgas is it's not a broom or a mop that's right for the situation because you got a lot of colloids in their waste. Now, let me tell you about cleaning a colloid. <laughs> it's different than cleaning a solid or a liquid. You need a special uh, emulsifier to get things going. And I'll just kind of... You just keeps going? Chatter on about that. So you are not here to pillage or pilfer? No, no, of course not. Or squander? No, we've already cleaned Ooh. a shrine upstairs and... You've cleaned Torn. upstairs. Yes. How many of Zolgaths remain in the upper hello in the upper level? Oh, none. Hell? None. You vanquished them all. Yes, at great personal cost. Hmm. You all seem healthy and hale enough to me. He releases Zeresk. I immediately retaliate. Okay. Physically. That's fair. That's fair. Like with my claws. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm about to cast searing light on him. Yeah. <laughs> no one fucking touches my boy. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm, I am. They're not magical, so I imagine it just goes straight through them. Yeah. Yeah. Just. <laughs> uh, I, I. I must apologize. And as he listens to Brennan a little bit and kind of like gets some of those questions answered, Zeresk and Kervit, that really like cold, seeping, deep down feeling that you felt before, you kind of feel that start to like dissipate a little bit, and it's. It's almost like you took like a, a shot of like whiskey or something and you mm. get like that warm sensation in your belly and it like goes down your limbs and you're like, mm -hmm, delicious. You kind of feel that as he seems to really like get out of this like depressive slump and he seems a little bit more engaged in this conversation and like talking with you guys. Please forgive me. No. You must understand you look very similar to these other uh, creatures who are down here who are doing who knows you have scales. 
No, that's no. I tried to tell you, but I rolled a one on my initiative. <laughs> Are we still in initiative here? Uh, we can be out of initiative. He's no longer hostile. And you see the other ghosts that were kind of like a around you, they are not moving in whatsoever. They're just kind of like chilling. I'll give one of them the high sign. Zeresk, take take a deep breath, Zeresk. It was a misunderstanding. Sword's out. No, Zeresk. Nope. I I mean, backing away. It's only fair. I am backing away. Even Stevens, you you gotta pay the price if you want, if if you're sincere about Uh your apology, you got to give him some licks. If you got to make a mistake, you have to allow him to make one too. I am backing mud out of the room. Uh, okay. No, I am not retaliate, like go after them. I am defense. Like, like it, let's, uh, no, I don't do ghosts. You l- let us pass and we will continue to remove the Zolgaths. I don't want to pass. I want to live. Zach, just, just a moment. You heard Carva. This is my house now. We're going to stay here. Specifically said it's just that room that's under your purview. You heard him. Perhaps some introductions, yes? I am Ulthadar, and I was once once the high priest uh, in these Moonstone Halls. I actually was living when the first foundational stones of these halls were laid, and I spent many um, days and nights, and honestly, most of my life here until my death, and, and yet here I still remain. Wow. In this hall. Not only are watching you watching the disgusting degradation that happens here. And you all feel a little bit cold inside. But not as uh, much as when you feel Not me. Time. I mean I get I get it, man. How does it feel to be a ghost of a dead god? He's dead? Oh shit. Mud. I know I Will you stop. Listen. It was a long time ago. Listen, he's been dead for a minute. You, 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 I assume that you worship Aridin, correct? As you can see, yes, this is... The late great Aridin. You do yeah. know what temple this is, yes? Wait, you, this, you, you the can, Moonstone Hall. Yes. You can the die? Aridin. Well, yeah. Well, since you've been here a, a very long time, unfortunately, things have happened to Aridin. He seems to have left Galarian. I'm not sure exactly what has happened there. Yes. Yeah, uh, but, I, I remember now. He, like, looks off into the distance. Sometimes my memory, I've been here for so long, and sometimes my memory fails me, and then sometimes I remember, and I'm not sure which is worse, the remembering or the forgetting. Oh, yes. Could you tell us what you do remember about this place? Well, yes, I was alive when the first stones were laid on the foundation, and I spent many of my days and many of my nights and most of my life in this hall. However... I, I do um, I do remember before I passed away in my sleep I was the first high priest here once the hall was fully constructed and oh, I remained the high priest thank you very much I remained the high priest for 20 years unfortunately um, I was not great at going out and doing the preaching and whatnot I liked to study stage fright uh, uh, I can understand that it just didn't it did bring me the joy that the studying brought me, and it, it brought me more closeness to Aridin than going out and, and talking and proselytizing and all that sort of thing. So You were obviously very close, uh, up to date on all of his whereabouts, you know? Yes, until, until I died in my sleep. And then, and then I thought I would cross the threshold 
get a new awakening. But here I am, still to remain here in the Moonstone Hall, walking the halls for years and years and years until, as you said, Aridin left. And once he left, most of the worshippers here, they stayed on for, for a time, but who who could blame them moving on and and going about their lives and doing what they needed to do, but still, here I am. I here I remain. Are you, are you supposed to be here? Like I, as as I understand it, ghosts once they're done doing the thing that they got ghosted for, they up and leave. You know, I pick up their bindle and head out of town. I suppose that I'm here because it's Aridin's will, but I do think that because I spent so much time in my life here in the Moonstone Hall that I'm just tethered here. Uh, they're squatters. Maybe Jesus. you are waiting for an opportunity. Uh, your god is dead, and perhaps uh, you were too faithful in life, and that even in death you should serve a higher power. Um, I, I, I happen to be very tight uh, with a, a, a very fetching woman um, named Lamashtu. And perhaps you are still here because you should really be serving her. I guess I'm going to roll initiative again. <laughs> <laughs> I have no desire to serve any other god than Aridin. I will keep his hall as best I can. Unfortunately, I'm dealing with these Zolgaths and that wretched woman from time to time. Wretched woman? An Amaran? Yes. I Maybe. don't know how she manages to... The Zulgaths, they get up to their nonsense, and I go after them, and then she sneaks in here, and she steals, and she pilfers, and she takes things that do not belong to her. Maybe while we're here, we can figure, maybe they'll find some clues that can indicate why you cannot pass upon the, pass along the threshold and, mm. and <clears throat> meet whoever in afterlife. And maybe we can figure out some clues on why you can drop my buddy's rest here, but not the lady that comes down here. Why don't you do that? She's a dick. I am aware. Have you, have you tried to drop that dick before? <laughs> she is fast and conniving and often yeah. in and stealing things and gone before before I'm aware of her whereabouts. Well, Sounds I, like Dusklight, yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I, am, I am too, but she got me. Mm. If right, we, but Dusklight is like... Did anything important happen in the last five minutes? No. Uh, if we okay. promise to remove the Zolgat Blight from this place. Can you promise us that you and your ghostly friends will leave us be? Yes, no harm will come to you from me and the the other former priests here. And no I, more harm. No harm, Correct. but can you do anything to help fix our friend that you hurt? Unfortunately, no. I am. I gotta tell you. Every treaty needs the scales to be balanced. Yeah. So if you want to enter an alliance here, Zeresk, if you don't want to take take a swing at this guy, I I sure as hell want to see how how it feels to hit a ghost in the face. Yeah, it's carny rules, eye for an eye. What? I fell asleep again. I he said like, that we can pass Zeresk. If you oh, can okay. eradicate the Zulgath infestation from this hall, any of the treasures. Any contents from the hall that you wish to take with you are yours to take. I'm much more concerned with the sanctity of the hall being preserved than the contents in it. Question. Yes. Does that include the giant stone guy? 
He is the guardian of the doorway, and he cannot leave that room. He is bound to serve in that room alone. I see. It's no longer pilfering since now we have permission. As long as we uphold our end of the bargain. Is it one per entity, or is it like anything we want? Anything you want. The contents of the Moonstone Hall are yours. So, ghost sideshow. Zerask. I'm just saying. Do ghosts count as content? Uh, Listen, (laughs) so, uh, listen, as a licensed professional casual agent, if you were to tip a house upside down, anything that falls out is considered contents. Right. So, they're inside of it. Mm -hmm. They can come out of it. By insurance law, the ghosts are considered semi-slavery territory that I'm not totally comfortable with. (laughs) We're, we're talking about structure versus contents. Anything that falls out of the structure is content. You're talking about people property, mind. They're, They're dead people, people that worship a dead god. We always turn left. <laughs> and Mr. Actually, Brennan actually a, brings up yeah, a great point. A pretty, I say, let's go. Ulthadar, before you depart, he gestures to your right, and he says, scholars nope. put their knowledge into books. You'll oh, there's find. books? And he motions to the right. We go left. As always. Trap. Oh, now, this is the captain's trap there. that Curva was talking about. Mm-hmm. So this will be the icing on we'll, the cake. You we'll eat. circle around to it, I'm sure. Eat the, eat the cake first and then the icing. Life yep. is short. Have dessert first. Wait, how do you do that? Do you scrape it off? Me? Yeah. I flip the cake over when people give it to me. And wow, I that's significantly simpler than I was making it out to be. <laughs> uh Mud, uh, and I'll say this once we're out of earshot. Mud, listen, this guy's got a punch coming toward him. I'll save it for when we're gonna leave, but this is gonna happen. Listen, man, I'm I'm actually completely with you here. I, I know we okay. don't normally see eye to eye, but yeah, you punch him, I'm gonna sear the shit out of him. <laughs> no, no, it's only it can just be the one punch. He punched us, we punch him, just one. My bones are cold. <laughs> see. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess that's fine. All right, do you want a shot at him? I, I kind of do. Okay. I well, mean, you got, you're special friends with Zeresk, so I guess I gotta respect the boundaries. Well, yeah, I, I mean, imagine that. Someone just abruptly walks off and punches a captain's parrot off of his shoulder. If anyone's gonna grab Zeresk and make him cry, <laughs> better be me. Yeah, he couldn't even cry as a reaction as he was stuck. You guys can tell I'm actually kind of possessive about my bullying position of Zeresk. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody else gets to mess with him until I do. I think I would whip around and say, who punched Carva? Huh? You said somebody punched your parrot. (laughs) I did say that. I am confused again. <laughs> Hot mustard. Do you want me bristlebacks? Carver, should I hit him in the face? No. Oh. Whoa! I can see again. Oh, How okay. weird. Um, oh, what I, are you all right? I am. So I'm at the door. Okay. And I go to reach for the handle, and I go ah, every time, so that I'll knock on it. As you guys go down the hallway, everybody make perception checks for me. <laughs> huh. Curious. Oh, 17. Oh, natural four. Look at that. <laughs> 16. I got a natural three. 12 total. The rest, this whole hallway is stinking something fierce. Ooh, it tastes horrible over here. If I had sleeves, I'd roll them up. It's stinking like some hidden doorway. <gasps> mm. 
You can. Well, we all know what that means. On the screen, about halfway um, down the hall, if you were headed to the left, halfway down the hall, um, there are two secret doors: one going to the north and one going to the south. I can't. Well, see. Well, how do we know that they're there? Are the ghosts just kind of doing like the butler bow and gesturing, or what? <laughs> no, I smelled them. Actually, I taste. You them. could smell or taste the a cross breeze of air coming out from this secret doorway. Oh, I see. Guys, it tastes really bad over here. So since we went left, then we go to the left again. Yeah, so that, that yeah, so left twice is south. That's true. Left so I wonder, Carver, I'm confused, which I know is is new. Um, do I yeah, knock- this is all this is all old information. And do I knock on the wall since it's the door in this situation? Uh, oh, OK. So it's funny you should mention that. And that goes back to uh, an old janitor named Knucklesberry Finn. <laughs> and he said. <laughs> now, and in those days, it was just a series of fences because they couldn't make walls that high because they didn't have the concrete. Right. So you'd knock on the fence, but sometimes it wasn't painted. OK. Yeah. Uh, long story short, you knock wherever you want, as long as it's loud. Oh, okay. And the participant hears you. Uh-huh. Right. Then, uh, even I, Steven. I, I will give it a shot. I will do my best. And I will knock. I believe you. On the door. And I will wait the customary seven seconds. And I will go, maintenance. Good. When you knock on that portion of the wall, you see... A portion, like a shockingly a door-shaped portion of oh. it, kind of like insets a little bit under the pressure of your knock. Does it open by itself? It does not. Okay, cool. So I'll maintenance and then I'll open it up. Okay. All right. All right. You open this guy up. Your form could use some work, but uh, the fundamentals are there. Okay, I got those down though. <laughs> it is a storage room. It stinks in here. Wanna? It stinks like mundane cleaning supplies. Oh. Hello. Thick dust and tangles of cobwebs. Get out of the way, Zeresk. The abandoned cleaning equipment. This <laughs> stuff is hundreds of years old. Hell yeah. They used to use real mercury in that varnish. <laughs> <laughs> Some may say. Asbestos. I'm going in there and I am having a field day. Do you want me to shut this behind you? No, everyone should be part of this experience. <laughs> okay. Is, well, there, is there anything of... Uh, a particular note? No, a lot of the stuff, uh, like the bristles on the broom and the the rope bits on the mop are kind of like deteriorating and falling apart with age. A lot of the bottles, the cleaners have evaporated and stuff like that. Still kind of cool to see. It's a little bit of a relic. I'm definitely taking a, a toothbrush and making like an archaeologist <laughs> uh, yeah. and, and trying to dust some of the... Uh, some of what I, I would say is the more historically relevant cleaning supplies. Yeah. And you can tell, like, this stuff legit has not been disturbed in hundreds of years. Like, probably not long before the hall was abandoned. Ooh. I think we... I, yeah. There's, there's, this is this is the good stuff. I know a guy out... Uh, out in... Uh, Magnamar. I know a guy out in Magnamar who would pay top dollar for some of these nails. All right. While Curve is having his field day, I'm going to unceremoniously open the northern secret door. Un- you're not even going to knock? Nope. 
What? He's busy. He's not going to notice. He's not even left. I am definitely in a tran- in a cleaning fugue. This is a pantry. Ugh. Many oh. of the dried goods that once stocked this pantry have crumbled to dust over time. But a few withered bundles of desiccated herbs and glass jars filled with gray, viscous sludge stand on wooden shelves built into the western wall. And there is a door uh, leading further north. Um, can I make a perception test of that door to see if I can hear anything? Or Yes, make a perception check. Do you want me to? Or? You can do it. I believe in you. Ooh, uh, 29. <laughs> I told you. You notice the hinges on this door make this a swinging door. It doesn't just open one way or the other, but it swings. Oh. That's kind of indicative of a door that might lead to a kitchen from a pantry. Hmm. I would like to interject real quick. Okay. About the fact that this cleaning closet that's built into this campaign would not be nearly as interesting. Right? Ben wasn't so good at roleplay. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, it was just any, any normal Pathfinder campaign, you'd be like, ah, cleaning supplies, cool. But Ben's yeah. like, oh my god, this is heaven. Guys will preserve me. Guys, they have real null oil in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm taking, I'm taking, I'm going to take two fists of it. <laughs> I'm going to head back to the hall and just inform Mud. Uh, this seems to be a pantry with a lot of ruined food and things, and there's a swinging door to another room. I didn't go in there yet, just in case. Oh, yeah, I scamper back in and real quick. Can I make another? No, I just made a perception test yeah. at that door. Never mind. What else do you... I mean, you got a 29, so what else do you want to know? Do I hear anything on the other side? There's no sound coming from the other side. Brandon, do I that. smell anything? Does it smell... Could I, I want to push it open the tiniest bit to get a whiff of the air if it smells Zolgathy or not. I'm going to put the null oil right under his nose. Mr. Brennan, check this out. <laughs> it, you, you're wondering if there's... You don't hear anything. You're wondering if you smell anything. Yeah. It smells kind of like old smoke in here. Mm. Um, mm. Like old cooking fire, but like too strong. If that makes sense. Hmm. I'll go back out to the hallway quick. Okay. And, uh, Mud, uh, so I, I'm not going to go into the next room just yet. Uh, Brennan, not by myself, Brennan. at least. It smells like old smoke. Brendan, you went straight. What? So, like, I, I get it. We went left and then left again. But when you leave the left, you're, you have to go the old straight, which is now the new left. Yes. But. That's why I didn't open the room. Or the door straight across the room. No, that's a double straight. We cannot do a double straight. <laughs> that's what I said. Under any circumstances. So, like, I appreciate you not breaking the rule twice. But what was in the first straight? A pantry. A lot of old ruined food. Well, it's all guys ruined food all the time. Yes, nothing of note. Okay. And then there's a, a door that swings both ways. So I believe there might be a kitchen or dining room on the other side. But I didn't hear anything, and it smells like old smoke. Did you not go for, for a nosh? But what if they were eating? What if they consider us both rude? Mud, when we knock on the doors, we just alert as old guests of our presence. Strictly speaking, it's not the greatest idea. I allow Curve to do it as long as he's the one going in first. You allow Curve to do it. 100% of the time, it is not. I knock on the next door. Maintenance. Excuse me, Mud. <laughs> See, look at that. Polite, tactful. 
if anyone does live to tell the tale, they'll be like, well, they need to give us warning. They were very polite. I just walk past you as you guys are having the conversation and open the door after the customary seven seconds. And they left the place cleaner than they found it. Mm -hmm. As long as I'm not the first one in. I really like the idea that Mr. Brennan is just humoring Kerba. (laughs) (laughs) And unless he can get away with it. Yep. (laughs) Ooh. Okay, this room is circular. On the floor, you see um, the winged eye symbol of Eridan. Twelve statues ring the perimeter of this round cavernous chamber. The exquisitely detailed stonework depicts human faces... Humans facing inward, sorry, toward the room's center, each wearing a mask of cloth, leather, or stranger materials. Low stone steps lead to a circular dais at the center of the room, where an inscription has been carved deeply into the gray stone. Double doors exit to the north and east. So you guys just came in from the east. There are also double doors that go to the knoll. I immediately walk onto the dais. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I will follow into the room. Sure. I will pet Cubby. (laughs) <laughs> what a good boy he's so good come here who put walls in this dungeon <laughs> this is so stupid for those that don't have the video anytime I try to move me or Mr. Brennan around the corner says you can't do that there's a wall there <laughs> so I have to move him straight and then over yeah. <laughs> it's really funny <laughs> I realized that that's why I was having a hard time when we were in the cave after the Skaven with uh, Gapapa. It like, happened in the Slithering too. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, there were doors there for some, yeah. for the, the but it, rock like, wall. Mar- it was so stupid. Perva, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you head right over to the dais. Do you want to read the carving on the nope. floor? Okay. Not interested. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wait seven seconds to make sure that it's safe before I go on to the dais. Oh, wow. Now you follow rules. I don't announce it, but that's what Brendan does. I'm going to pet Cubby more. <laughs> I'm going to pet him harder. You, you guys. All right. What's the custodial sense I get for this dais? <laughs> uh, this dais is relatively clean, perhaps a little bit dusty. Uh, but it doesn't appear to be like there's no uh, debris or rubble or anything in here. There's um, a little bit of footprints in the dust on the floor. But, yeah. Well, I, I got this real nice uh, thing. I think it's like a 25 thread count rag in the other room <laughs> wow. that I'm just really eager to steal wool this thing with. So <laughs> I'm going to get down on my knees and, and go to go to work. All right. There's nothing like cleaning a dais. <laughs> I'll go up with Curva and try to read this. Okay. Do you... You have to read fast, because given how coarse this is, I'm going <laughs> to probably scour the hell out of it. Um, For languages, do you have Aslanti? No. Then you cannot read this. Oh. I could have it tomorrow. Would I recognize that it's Aslanti? Would I know that, or just that I don't know this language? It's pretty slanty. No. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, this inscription is not going to be one. there by tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, fair. That's why I never wake up with Aslanti, honestly. <laughs> I think I'm going to grab Cubby by the side of his face. Such a good boy. I start scratching his butt before he can get there. Oh, thanks, Brisk. And then I'm going to... I appreciate that. 
I appreciate you. <laughs> and then I'm going to walk around to the statues and take okay. a look at their faces. All right. So these statues are all um, different. They're all statues, but they're all like different. Like as you walk around, you see like a farmer, a fisher, a hunter, all of that. But they're all wearing like like Zorro masks, right? Where it like just covers the eyes. Here's a picture of the shepherd statue. You can see like. Mm. Were they placed on there? Like with the, that's a mask. Stone. Correct. The masks are not stone. They're made up of various Whoa. different materials. Are they um, all human? Cloth, leather. All of the statues are human. They're, I would have recognized most of these statues, but they're in disguise. Right. I, I, they could be anyone. It's only polite to at least pretend like you don't know who they are. Well, this right. one could I'm, be a farmer, but it could be a burglar. It's probably like an eyes wide shut room, you a know? Burglar. They're all going to bang. Should we? <laughs> um. Everybody make me a perception check, except for Curva, because you're cleaning. I'm very busy. Okay. <sighs> 20. Natural one for a 14. Bow. Went, went. Do some surgery to get that. I already moved it. Shit. <laughs> So that bad? Uh, 17. Zeresk. Yes. Two of the statues no longer have masks. Oh. The merchant statue and the tailor statue. Okay, that one is definitely a merchant, and that one over there is very good at fashion. Yes. But the rest of them could be anything. Can I make a religion test to see if this is, is this considered like debasing these statues? Is this out of place is this something we should remove these masks do we feel or okay what bonus do you have uh 13 okay you recall that um it's rumored that eridan sometimes walked the world disguised as the practitioner of a common profession like a farmer or a shepherd so you kind of guess that these are representative of the different disguises that he would wear like his legendary disguises oh so then Cute. having the masks, that's just like representative of like Aridin being in disguise, walking amongst the people. So the masks themselves are not problematic. The fact that there are two masks missing, problematic. I it's, mean, they, he could just decide that he's not in disguise, but wanted to be good at fashion that day. Right. It seems odd that there are two statues with these masks missing. Uh, for those that follow Aridin, this is... Normal practice. Oh, maybe they might be in the middle of a game of werewolf. <gasps> I mean, could I be, but they are statues. Do we have anything that we can fashion masks out of and, and put them on the last two? Oh, just in deference. I know exactly what to do. And I take the mask off of the adjacent statue and no, put no, it on the one that you're talking could, about. Could, we need to get two more masks. I had a, what do you, oh, I see the problem now. And I, I take the mask off the one that I just put it on and put it back on the other one. So oh, the, very good. the issue is that we might have two Zoros just kind of wandering around this place that also could maybe also be statues. I don't well, no, they think so. Be, they could be Zolgas. They could be ghosts. They could be anybody. They could be violent sky. <laughs> okay, so, Curva, Shut you up. remove a mask from... Yep. Okay. Sure did. All right. <laughs> that one was a farmer. Oh, my gosh. These yeah. masks are good. Now we know who he is. <laughs> that one was an arsonist. <laughs> 27 D6 of explosion damage. Uh. All right. Yeah. I need a calculator. 
happened to me. <laughs> this is the look of the GM that's like, they should all be dead here. How do I figure this out? <laughs> are you all standing inside or outside the circle? <laughs> yeah. How many of you are cubby again? <laughs> no one can doubt my uh, my role playing capacity in no, this episode, at least. Oh, no. She's adding a lot of things. It's Pikachu. It's Clefairy. Fuck. <laughs> it is Pikachu. You're right. So this casts a thing. No, I don't think it does. Mud to spell it. I use my uh, fuck you Tim point. <laughs> You're funny. Those are some of my That's favorite a good points. Yeah. <laughs> Curva, what is the most fearsome creature imaginable to you? Mm. Fair. Broom golem. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> So, you remove this mask from the statue, and erupting from the middle of the dais that you were just cleaning, you see a broom golem. The rest of you see nothing. None of this is visible to you. But Dust this- Bunny's still stuck in the bristles, too. <laughs> there are smudges on the handle. Uh, so this broom golem emerges and it's huge larger than life you can barely believe that it don't fit in this room and i need you to make a will save for me i, bet I you had my fortune my will, will point that's a good will save i got a 30. okay so that is a success so you are still frightened one <laughs> and i know it's not really there but sometimes it just gets you you know <laughs> And you take 13 mental damage. Hmm. I don't know what my mental hit points are. Could you? Could we look that up real quick? Yeah. It's just damage. Yep. Oh. Okay. But this is the type that you don't want to admit to because you can't see it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Mental health isn't a joke. Go to therapy. Oh. Karma probably needs therapy pretty pretty badly, <laughs> honestly. Everybody in this party does for sure. Pretty dang soon. So Fulgrim, he's fine. He's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, when Clover sees this uh, this broom golem come to life, and he's probably got tentacles too, just because those are always kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I think uh, given that I succeed on my will save, I like give it the side eye and I kind of kind of wince and even though I'm not, I'm trying not to freak out, I still kind of like jab at it with my actual broom just be like I'm the boss here you go back you go back into my nightmares so the rest of you in the room you see um, Curva acting this way what are you what are your thoughts here oh he's doing his katas he probably found a uh, cobweb that's dangling from the air Mm. and it hit him you know when it like gets you on the back of the head and you're like ah, you know you like freak out a little bit uh, I'm that is. Or one of those little eye floaties. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, probably think yes. like a little those oh, are less, those are proteins solidifying. I remember your when eyes. I Oh, like, as long as it's not worms, I always thought it was worms. It, right. It will eventually turn remember into Remember when you were like that age when you first started seeing them and not yes. like, what the hell is that? Yeah. I yeah, it was, I was really scary as a little kid. It's definitely eye worms. Yep. Yes. I think Brennan would re- uh, see signs of the fear in Curva and I will go try to treat him holistically. Okay. Uh, so I can make a medicine check against the source of this to, to have him overcome his fear. Sure. Uh, 20. Nope, sorry, 18. 
And would that go against the DC of his will save? So no, it's not right. He's sweating because he's working hard. Look at all the dust that was on that no, guy. He's clearly afraid of something. Curve, talk to me. What is happening? We have had the statue here is all we see. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's both embarrassing and also too horrific to describe. <laughs> Kerva, which which statue, like on Foundry, put yourself in front of the statue whose mask you removed? I removed, uh, I removed the mask from that guy. The, uh, the one most southwest. All right, I, this is actually super fitting. You removed the mask from the fisher. A burly man hauls a net laden with fish. The statue wears a mask of silvery netting. Hmm. Kind of want to. Can I keep the net now? <laughs> I think cool. I think you should put this back. I earned it. Kinda. I'd like to fashion. It's not really mine. Two masks from bandages that I have. Okay and put those on the two that are missing. Well, well, we have to make sure they're thematically uh, 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 thematically fitting whatever the statue's doing. So which ones are missing the masks? So the two masks that are missing are from the merchant and the tailor. You could use my skin. I'm just going to use my scalpel to cut a couple of holes out of some bandages and just tie it around the heads okay. real quick. You have to climb up a bit, but yeah. do you instruct Curva to put the mask back on the fisher? He said he did before. Okay. I'm so going to do that. When you put the mask back, then the giant uh, broom monster goes away. Whoa. Okay. But again, none of you see it. So you're like Wah. nightmare over. The one that you put on the tailor was both younger and cuter than all the other ones, right? Duh. Oh, good. <laughs> Does anyone want to look at any of the other statues? I looked at them all. All right. Because I'm the best. You are the Much best. like Toad. Aw, yeah. So as Zeresk was making his rounds, you noticed the artisan. Mm. A muscular woman swings a carpenter's hammer. This statue wears a patchwork mask of balsa wood, iron, and leather. That sounds sexy. Yeah, that's pretty badass. Yeah, yeah balsa wood is what we made, you know egg containers out of in tech class. It's the strongest wood that school could afford. It's yes. not strong at all. It's what I used to make to <laughs> right. rain. Right. Yep. Um, and if you look at it, it crumbles. We're both right. <laughs> There's also the artist. A willowy man carries a sculptor's tool and a painter's palette. This statue wears a mask woven of boar's bristles. The beggar, a stooped elderly man with an empty bowl in one hand, reaches out with the other. This statue wears a mask of burlap cloth. I bet it's just a rain bowl. Yeah, it's probably just a rain bowl. Really an empty bowl. Um, The farmer, a broad-shouldered woman, clutches a sheaf of wheat and a sickle. This statue wears a mask woven of dried grain stalks. I already told you about the fisher. The hunter, a cloaked woman, crouches low, aiming a heavy bow toward the center of the room. This statue wears a mask of brown leather adorned with autumn leaves. Um, the The merchant... A pudgy man carries a scale under an arm and holds out a hand with a palm full of coins. Its mask is missing. The scholar, this statue depicts a wizened woman hauling a stack of books in both arms, a quill tucked behind her ear. This statue wears a mask constructed of stiff parchment. The shepherd, a young man, holds a crooked staff and reaches down to stroke a stone lamb. This statue wears a mask of spun wool. And Cubby like goes over and stands near the lamb and like, hey, look at me, mud. 
Be me, I could be a statue. God, but you would make one of the goodest <laughs> statues. Oh, look at me, I can be a statue too. Hey, would you like a mask? Uh, no, the masks are kind of freaky. Oh, okay. Like, I feel like I want people to know it's me. Yeah, how would we tell it's Cubby, though? Right. Right, yeah, that's, you know, yeah, I, I'm like, I get it. I don't want to give surprised. my love to another dog. So wait, we know it's not Aridin posed as Cubby. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Put okay. a, I'm going to put a copper a in the uh, in the Becker Cubby bowl. Was once a man. Oh, that's nice of you. Cubby. I don't want to put a gold in. Like I don't want him to get used to. Right. You don't want him to live a great of wealth. But right. Yeah. He has. He still has to know that he's begging for a living. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. There's a soldier. A stocky woman stands at attention. A crossbow strapped to her back and long sword and daggers at her belt. This statue's max. This statue's mask is constructed of pieces of broken blades. The tailor, a linky, a lanky man displays lengths of cloth draped over an arm and holds a needle and thread. This statue's mask is missing. And lastly, the thief. A grinning woman touches the dagger at her belt and holds up a purse with cut strings. This statue wears a mask of black satin. So, as a god, yes, I will say that I feel like if there is something that's important to your doctrine, that is replaced without the original uh, intent. Intent, yes. That it's just not quite there, is right? That, is that why you run a circus? Because it's intense. I love you. <laughs> For instance, if you were to pass, and you will before I die, as I am immortal. Yeah, fair. If someone were to replace you with an alligator man, it would be close, and I see why people would make that distinction. Yeah, but it, it wouldn't be the same. Right. I think that there are probably some masks around here somewhere in the greater lower Moonstone Hall area. Yeah. That we could replace those makeshift ones with to make this a little bit more intact. I'm really glad that you said that because I thought we were going to have to cut up some of my really fine clothes to make a mask for the table. No, 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 no. I'm willing to do that. Original artifacts only. Okay. Oh, you know what? It might be why the uh, ghosts couldn't pass on. Maybe it's something related to the fact that this here uh, maybe because Deus is all desecrated with uh, not as many masks as it should have. Oh, that could be. I think it's because they haven't yet come to the full light of Lamash too. But I, I, I'm willing to keep it open. They might be missing the "you can pass now" mask. They're not missing masks yeah. at all now. No, I mean the 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 ghosts that Curva was just talking about. Oh, yes, maybe. Did you fall asleep? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I still don't quite understand. Wait, what do you think the purpose of this is? I mean, I can't, uh, I assume none of us can read those squiggles on the ground, but clearly there's some magic stuff going on in the statues and it's somehow related to Aridin. I don't know. Mud talks in his sleep about ascendancy and stuff, so this is probably where you get your ascendance. Not that I hear him while he's sleeping. I do. Yeah, I mean, you know, Sometimes. Fulgrim talks about like bearded weasels, but I don't put too much <laughs> stock into what that means when he's when he's talking about Actually, you gotta see some of the women he's dated, man, because <laughs> for real. <laughs> but the point is don't get too hung up on dream talk. Well, to be fair, some of the things that Fulgrim says in his sleep is actually quite illuminating. Yeah, one time he just rattled off the formula for glue, front to back. It's important to him. That's one of his mainstays, honestly. He uses glue for a lot of things, mm -hmm. especially things that he should use more lubricated things for. Yeah, it's odd. All the time he complains yeah. about dropping 
glue on a very sensitive area. And yep. it's like, if you are putting things together with glue, why? How, I, I guess I don't understand why glue is dropping there. Well, it's, it's either a dwarf area. thing, an alchemist thing, or a fulgrim thing. Right, right, right. I mean, right, right, just right, combine right. them all, you know. Anyways, there's a door. Yeah, there's another door here. <laughs> yeah. It's to the reverse left, but right, let's take it. It's the most left that we've had since we've extinguished all of our lives. If we continue around the outside of the room to the left, eventually we'll get to that door. Yeah, no, so see, if we... There's a circle. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Cubby, do you want to... Can Cubby try knocking this time? Like, dude. I God. wish he could. Cubby doesn't have hands, man. He's got yeah. paws. He right, but he used to have hands. He used to know how to He knock. still has knuckles. In Escadar, it's hand? not legal for a dog to be a janitor. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know that. And to be honest, I'm kind of bending the rules for user-esque, so... I'm not a dog. I'm a And it's, it's only because I'm supervising when you do the knocking, Okay. Brandon, do dogs really have knuckles? Well, yes, why wouldn't they? The knuckle is the thing that bends. On their paws, they can... Dogs do not have knuckles, because you need knuckles in order to knock, and Cubby's not allowed. Yeah, so I guess that was the impression (laughs) I was under. Mr. Brennan, you're drunk. (laughs) I could headbutt it. No, you don't have knuckles in your head, silly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. He's got a good point, actually. It's just that simple. All right. <laughs> it's a deer hoof. So you knock. There is no answer. Maintenance. You enter. This is a very long hallway. The west side of the hallway has crumbled away into an enormous natural cavern. Mm. A crude ramp of crumbled stone and earth leads from the cavern floor up to the hallway. Follow behind Curva as he walks down the hall. Can he? How, how far this? can I see? Yeah, this is a lot of mess. Do I notice anything odd? Odd, it's you what? say. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. He's <laughs> <laughs> one space over from the doorway, so I'm going to go up. <laughs> oh, let me open the door first. <laughs> No, somebody shut it. No. Shut the door. Stop <laughs> closing the door. Stop it. Just I don't understand. It's the door says it's open. Get good, nerd. That side of the door wasn't open, apparently. Come and get back. <laughs> He's doing that thing where the dog really wants to go outside so he like crowds right in front of the door and won't let you through to open the door. <laughs> just get out of the way! I just want to go. I have to pee too. I get it. Oh my god, Mud, you don't understand. My bladder's so much smaller than yours. You Oh, yeah, okay. Brennan, do you look from your vantage point in the hallway or do you approach the crude ramp? I'll take a couple steps towards the crude ramp. Surrounding the crude ra- crude ramp. <laughs> Why is that so weird wow. to say? Ramp. The ramp. How you went to the ramp. Have you had none? Oh, it must you be like start. a contact type. Maybe. <laughs> Good lord, I'm sorry. You go out towards that ramp, and you look around at the area of the ground that's lower than the ramp, and you notice some like 
fire pits that are like long cold. Mm. You notice some like nests, maybe some broken tools, something like that. And it stinks in here. Like Zolgath? Oh yeah. Okay. Very stinky. Looking around, you would estimate... Roll to see how many you would estimate. Roll. Just a d20. Six. You would say that there were, at one time, probably at least a hundred Zolgaths in here. Would you say a hundred Zolgaths? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Where does the ramp lead to? Well, the ramp leads like down into this cavern where they've all, it appears to be a, a very old camp. Ah, well, I can't go too far from uh, Zerisk's torch, so I'll scamper around back and say, uh, seem to be an, an old campsite for the Zolgas, as many as a hundred of them. A hundred? That's a lot of Zolgas. It's a lot. That but a but lot. all the fires, uh, looks like it's been abandoned for some time. Does anybody want to Oh, right, don't Zolgaths, like, burn their food to a crisp, so, so they can't still be in there. Is that where they came from, though? Don't Zolgaths, didn't that book you read say they came from, like, really deep? They they are subterranean dwellers. I think they burst from holes in the ground. Uh, is this, like, a, a bursting hole, hole, or is this, like, a regular hole? Make a perception check. Oh, I'm great at this. <laughs> I know you are. Oh, wow, I am! That's a natural 20! Hey! This is a bursting hole. Wow, this hole got bursted. You actually suspect (laughs) that this probably, when the tunnel collapsed, it exposed a large entry to the Darklands, which is where the Zolgas came from. I bet when this tunnel got bursted, it probably exposed a huge hole to the Darklands. That's not good. Oh, what's that? Uh, The Darklands is a place that, like, uh, it's like underground the underground. It's like where like super dark things come from. Oh, you uh, you're a seaman, right? No. Oh, so think of it as Curva understanding what an angler fish is. It's like from the deeper sea than the regular deep sea. That sounds scary. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Actually, very. Yes. Uh, horrible monsters are known to live down in the dark lands, and uh, I, for one, do not wish to, to travel down there. It's like a double donger, which is a doppelganger that pretends to be itself to confuse you. <laughs> But it's actually what? Exactly. Wow. That's. I'm gonna sit down for a minute. Actually. I am stupefied, and that makes no sense. I'm, that's why. Yeah. Just like, chin on knuckle, just like. Well, hang on a sec. So all the fires are out, but it still smells deeply of Zolgath. Yeah. So. Where is the Zolgath? I mean, they, they, this could be where they came, where the infestation came from originally, but it would have to have been somewhat recent if the smell is still lingering around. But it couldn't have been too recent because the fires are out, right? Yes. Right. So there's not a huge hole to the underground bits. Correct. Okay, I was gonna not throw my torch in see. it. Yeah. Mud, if I find a giant hole that goes to hell, can I throw my torch in it? No. Yeah. You're just going to be feeding hell. No, we need that torch to see. No, Herva, that's what they say all the time. Literally, everyone's always like, fight fire with fire. If you throw a torch at hell, it makes... It's not hell, it's the dark lands. You throw a torch down there, you will alert whatever might be down there of our presence. 
I mean, if they found a hole, and probably scare them because they're up it. Yeah, they're in the dark lands. I'm. Oh, I'm. Maybe the hole's not on the left. That might be mm. our only. Safe I'll place. make sure to throw it to the right. Mud, That'll really confuse mud. them. Can we can we break the left rule one more time while we're down here and not? Uh, clearly, this ramp and, and this passage is the first thing to the left. I really don't want to go down there. Mud, I think I've got a solution that will work with everyone. Uh, and I get out a piece of chalk. I fell into the dark land. I'm sorry. <laughs> that dies gone forever. Yeah. And uh, you rolled a, you rolled a six. I'm just going to draw a. I'm just going to draw a boundary <laughs> alongside this hallway <laughs> to cordon off uh, the dark lands from <laughs> the hallway. And so the you, you see, the ghosts told us got to get rid of the infestation in the Moonstone Hall. But it was a little unclear with this uh, Zolgath Darkland dimension where the Moonstone Hall was. So now that I've drawn this line, we know Darkland's over there, Moonstone Hall here. And, bonus, there is no left that we can take. Not if we want to stay in the Moonstone Hall. There's a clear barrier. I, I, I appreciate that you guys have driven, uh, uh, drawn, really, uh, a chalk outline there, but no, 100%. Listen, we're not here to, to clear out the dark lands. I don't know if you know how big that is, but it's like easily too. Well, yeah, I do know how big it is because there's a very clear boundary on the ground. Yeah, two, to show two to three times uh, like the circus tent. Easy. So I don't think we go wow. down there at all. Yeah, it's huge. Oh, yes. we shouldn't even be talking about it. It's all the way over there. Oh, there's a door Past over here this as very well. clear boundary on the ground. I don't even see what we're talking about. Thank you, Zeresk. <laughs> even though I'm not certain whether, in what spirit you said that. Guys, <laughs> I'm not a parent. You don't have to trick me to not go left. Like, it's fine. We can just go straight. Oh, I was no, just I'm not tricking you. Not. Shut up, parrot. <laughs> go straight. <laughs> I thought that was Zeresk. Does anyone want to search the camp? Camp? No, 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 ma'am. That's in the dark lands. We're not here. <laughs> Cubby. We're not, we're not here to. I'm scared to, of it now. Cubby, you want to go check yeah. around that camp real quick? Uh, yeah, sure, mud. And we'll see what Cubby finds next time <laughs> on the next episode of the Lost Omens podcast. Here's the good news. It's either really cool treasure or really cool monsters she wants to kill someone with. <laughs> yeah. I liked Cubby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no.